If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's economy, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeannie Barrow. When you hear from the 41 leaders who participated in the field study for healing leadership, you will always hear this phrase, build relationships. You can listen to all of the interviews on my podcast, The Visionary Leaders Circle. All of the qualities that I'm sharing on these videos, you can find them at executivebound.com slash strategies, because I want to make sure that they're all in one place for you to consume. If you missed any of the previous videos on qualities one through 12, please visit executivebound.com slash strategies. And today I'm going to cover quality number 13, which is that an empowering and healing leader builds relationships. And these are all in my book, Healing Leadership. I'm sharing this with you in a piecemeal so that as you hear these qualities and skills, you first assess whether or not you are already doing these. And if you're not, that you consider, and I invite you, to start to apply these qualities in your everyday as a leader. The difference is going to be massive. I know that my leaders and the members of our programs are using these qualities and the results that they're seeing, how they are connecting with their folks, how they are leading powerfully, how they're getting results, which is one of my models is I am a results-focused coach. You will also see results when you begin to apply these qualities and these skills that leaders must possess to lead in a way that is powerful. And by powerful, I don't mean from the ego. I mean from the impact that you have, the influence that you have, and your ability to get things done. So today's quality number 13 is all about building relationships. Since I graduated college, I remember attending a workshop. I was part of Inroads, which is a program that helps uh, minority uh, teenagers and young people to learn certain skills that because of our upbringing, because we did not have a lot of uh, opportunities growing up, we may not have been exposed to. So Inroads helps us kind of get on a track and once we're on that track, it's really up to us to go with it. So the workshop at the time was on networking. And I remember that workshop so vividly because the gist that I got from the workshop is that building relationships in business is absolutely essential. And 30 years plus later, since I graduated college and began my career, I can say to you, and those of you who are listening to this and like, yeah, this is music to my ears, you already know that building relationships is absolutely fundamental to not only growing your career from a, an organizational level, meaning advance and get promoted, of course, but also from your personal growth and your self-fulfillment. I don't know anyone who to this point considers themselves to be a successful professional who has not developed really deep connections and relationships in the workplace. 
it's impossible to be a successful person and not have built relationships around you. So whether you are in the financial services industry where I kind of grew up in my career or in technology or whether you are in pharmaceuticals or energy, where whatever your field may be, of course, retail is huge for relationships because if you're dealing with a public in, in such a way, it is almost impossible not to build powerful relationships. So the quality of building relationships, if for any reason you have not gotten the memo yet, this is the big billboard saying build relationships. It is so critical to your business, to your life, and in your personal life, of course, building relationships is key. Now, what gets in the way of building relationships? Let's just talk about that for a little bit. In many cases, and I'm gonna to go to a dark place perhaps, but hang in there with me. Sometimes we don't want to be seen. We don't want people to know our business. Does this resonate with you? So what happens in those cases is we tend to keep to ourselves. And in the process, we create an isolation from everyone else. If you're feeling alone or lonely or isolated or not welcomed, I want you to stop for a minute and ask yourself the question, have I isolated myself? Have I been the one with my guard up? Because in a way, I don't want people to know my business. I've actually had conversations with people at work who intentionally don't build relationships at work beyond the professional niceties that you share with a colleague. And part of that, what I've learned is that it comes from a place of, I don't want people to judge me. And in that fear of being judged, we isolate ourselves. Now, I know there's people who are introverts and extroverts and all of that, but whether you are one or the other or an ambivert like me, where you are very, very happy as, a, as an extrovert and also very happy as an introvert, if you are in a situation where you find yourself that you don't have the types of relationships that you wish you had, or that you're kind of on the lonely side of things, or that you don't have as many friends in your private life, consider how much of that has to do with you and your decision, or maybe unbeknownst to you, to keep everything to yourself. So I am both kind of bringing it up as a subject, but also making you an invitation that if you want to shift what is currently happening as a coach, as your coach in this moment, I invite you to explore what would it look like if I were to open up to people who seem open to me, meaning not everybody's going to be receptive and open to you. But in life, we meet certain people who seem to have an open mind, who seem to be kind, who don't seem to have an agenda of sorts, and who you would want to befriend, even though we're grownups. I know some people say, I have enough friends. I don't need another friend. 
I think that BS, it's an excuse to keep yourself small, in my opinion. But regardless of how you feel right now, consider if maybe you want to open up and let people in, in your life, professionally and also personally. Of course, personally, you can only imagine what the impact would be. That means that you're truly putting yourself out there, you're being authentic, and you're letting other people into your world. If you meet people who are curious, they really want to know what, who you are and what you're about. If you start to make those interactions and you become very skeptical about what people want, just notice that you have your guard up. And as you get to know the other person and they and you feel like you can trust them more, then begin to lower your guard. I don't know why this is coming through uh, as I do this video for you, but I know that for some of my clients, especially people who are talented and successful, sometimes you feel that you're a bit isolated, that you're on your own a lot, and that you don't have as many people as other people seem to have. And it's a combination, I believe, of choosing to be that way and to keep your circle small but high quality. And also that could, that could be a possibility that you could be putting yourself out of the race, that you are actually stepping on the sidelines and choosing not to mix, mix it up. I just, I'm inviting you to be curious as to what it is for you. And leave me a comment. Let me know if this resonates with you. At the end of the day, building relationships in your personal life and in your professional life is going to give you the most fulfillment because in those relationships and interactions is where we get to meet our human needs for certainty, for variety, meeting new people with new ideas, being exposed to new things, our need for significance, our need for uh, connection just the sense of belonging and connect, connecting with other people who may have similar interests or perhaps who you uh, share a hobby with or you work with and you are both facing or more than both of you, but you as a, as a team may be facing similar challenges and also similar uh, in the things that you enjoy at work, right? Doing the work that you're doing every day. And so the last two needs is the needs for growth and the need for contribution. When we build relationships, we are meeting a need for learning and growing and perhaps people who may trigger us, we may notice, wow, that person said something that triggered me. What is that, well, you know, where is that coming from? It is when we are in relationship that we do the most growth and also the most contribution. It's hard for me to contribute to people unless I'm here right, putting myself out there, relating to you, even if it's through a video and sharing my insights through a video. So contribution is one of the human needs, uh, the human needs of the spirit where you feel more fulfilled when you are of service to other people, which is what I'm doing when I am shooting my videos and sharing them with you. And I quite frankly, had to let go of fear of judgment because I couldn't share my insights and golden nuggets with you from my 30 years of experience and my expertise as a leadership coach and career strategist and transformational speaker and author 
if I didn't set aside the fact that some people may judge me and it doesn't matter if they do or not. Quite frankly, it's inconsequential to me. What, when I focus on contribution and when I focus on being of my best service to the people around me and helping my clients and helping my potential clients and my community and my network to grow and support them any way that I can, that sense of contribution allows me to not worry about what people may say or think. And so if you've been holding back from building relationships to bring us back to our quality, quality number 13, building relationship as a leader, if you've been holding back because of the things that I mentioned, fear of being judged or simply not wanting to share some of your life with people, you always get to choose what you share. Nobody's going to force you to say or do what you don't want to. So from that stand, I invite you to, to build those relationships from a place of contribution and to think of how you will be helping other people who you are interacting with. Because I have to imagine that if you're here with me, you're somebody who's, who's kind of on a journey, right, to growth and development, and that there is an interest from your part to become a better leader, the leader that you know you have the potential to be. So with that, I want to wrap up this video. I want to thank you for being here with me. I want to invite you again to look at healing leadership, how to lead, love, and thrive in business and life and pick up your copy. I'll give, leave you the details of how to do that here. And you know, you can always find me at callwithginny.com. I hope you're enjoying these videos and I can't wait to hear from you so that I can also learn from your takeaways. I'll see you soon. If you want to learn the number one success secret to helping your leaders retool in only six months, go to flmprogram.com to learn about our fearless leadership mastermind. Don't miss out. Your leaders will gain the capabilities they need to solve the challenges you're facing and achieve the business results you want. With everything else you have going on, we want to take this off your plate by providing a turnkey, scalable solution that will give you a high return on investment. The next leadership training starts soon. Visit flmprogram.com to get the details. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and expert advice at executivebound.com. Join our movement to heal leadership around the world. See you soon.